Welcome to the podcast service of Sydney's FM 103.2. Available on the web at fm1032.com.au. Hello, I'm Kel Richards. Here we are Friday night, end of the first week of this very special series of programs that uh, we're, we're presenting over a period of three weeks called Journey Towards God. And I, I suppose you know the fact that I write books occasionally up to about number 28 or 29. And what I've done is I've taken one of my paperback books and I've turned it into this series of programs called Journey Towards God, so you can get the book if you miss out on a bit. Uh, But we are talking about what I think is the most important journey in life, the journey that is meant to end in peace with God. The story so far. The Bible is spelling out the exact coordinates of where we now stand on our journey towards God. It's telling us we are a long way from God. And that God is not just unhappy with us, he is angry with us. I mean, imagine you owned a holiday cottage in some, you know, nice distant tropical location. And you assigned a local real estate agent to manage the property for you. And this agent's given the keys and the responsibility. But instead of looking after your cottage, the agent trashed it. You'd be pretty angry, right? Well, God's anger is a little like that. We have not only damaged God's world... And hurt each other, we have offended God personally. God is the loving maker and ruler of the world. He made us to be rulers of the world under him, but we have rejected his rule by choosing to live our lives our way without him. Well, just as you'd be able to take legal action against the irresponsible real estate agent, so God can call us to account. And he's promised that he will. That's why one factor on our journey we must deal with is God's pending judgment against us. And we'll talk about that a bit further on in this uh, series of radio programs. On our journey towards God, we very quickly become aware of the amount of suffering around us. To many people, the most puzzling and frightening fact about the world we're travelling through is that it contains a good deal of suffering. In the movie Hannah and Her Sisters, Woody Allen plays a confused young Jewish man and he tells his parents he can no longer believe in the God of their faith. His mother's response is to lock herself in the bathroom and the two have a shouted conversation through the bathroom door Woody Allen says something like how can I believe when there's so much suffering in the world you like my Jewish accent how can I believe when there's so much suffering in the world even on a simplistic level why were there Nazis from inside the bathroom his mother shouts out to his father who is in the kitchen tell him Max you tell him his father's response is how should I know why there were Nazis I don't even know how the can opener works. Now, the point of that story is that suffering is a daunting question. In this program, I'm going to try and say something helpful about suffering. I'll be moving quickly over a difficult issue, and there is a risk that I'll sound glib or superficial or whatever. If that happens, I apologize in advance. I know how dark and painful all of this is. Suffering is not a stranger to me any more than it is to you. But any apparent carelessness on my part is only because I'm trying to cover a large topic pretty quickly. Okay, suffering is not new. When Jesus walked the dusty roads of ancient Judea 2,000 years ago, the world was as full of suffering then as it is now. So it was inevitable that he would be asked about it. And uh, the exchange is quite revealing because what Jesus says about this difficult question of suffering is not what you or I would say. In fact, what he says is so unexpected as to be shocking. Here is the exchange in full. Let me read it to you. Now, there were some present at that time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered, 
Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. Or those eighteen, said Jesus, who died when the tower in Siloam fell on them. Do you think they were more guilty than all the others living in Jerusalem? I tell you no. But unless you repent, you too will all perish. I was reading there from the New Testament part of the Bible, from Luke chapter 13, verses 1 to 5. Now we know nothing more with any certainty about either of these two incidents than the little bit that's recorded here. In the first, clearly there's a group of visitors to Jerusalem from the region of Galilee, the Galileans, who were at the temple when they were attacked and killed by Pilate's soldiers, meaning Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor of Judea, the same man who later condemned Jesus to death. We don't know how or why this happened. It might well have been a case of you know, the violent suppression of innocent civilians by soldiers of an occupying army, sort of thing that happens time and time again. The 20th century saw countless examples of that. We've already seen it happening in the 21st century. The second incident appears to have been a simple accident. Siloam was a suburb of Jerusalem. Towers were built from blocks of stone in those days. Clearly, if one collapsed, for whatever reason, those caught underneath would be killed. Jesus makes no attempt to explain why either of these events happened although he does make it clear that bad things don't only happen to so-called bad people. In fact, using words like sinners, guilty, repent, he's pointing towards the same ultimate cause of suffering and evil that I've already discussed earlier this week in this series, namely that none of us are what God wants us to be. What Jesus does do in effect is to say, when you are frightened by the amount of suffering you see in the world, Here is the practical response. Here is how you should respond. Well, now, in the face of suffering, there are two practical responses, ours and God's. God's response is to rescue, while our response is to repent. That's what Jesus says in the passage quoted earlier. He says it twice. I'll come back to God's response on Monday night. But firstly, tonight, this question of repenting. Now, the word repent... No, it confuses a lot of people. It misleads a lot of people. So I'm going to tell you a story to try to make the meaning of the word clear. I call this story the parable of the pilgrim. It's a picture of what the word repent really means. The parable of the pilgrim. Pilgrim was traveling down the highway of life when he came to an intersection. It was a Y intersection with two possible roads ahead, one branching off to the right, the other to the left. The one on the left was signposted, The Human Highway, big, broad road filled with travelers. The one to the right was narrower. Fewer people going in that direction. It was signposted God's way. Standing at the intersection, Pilgrim had to decide which way to go. So he asked the travellers around him where each road was heading. There was universal agreement that both roads ended at the same destination, the river of death. But there was disagreement over what they'd find there. Those heading down God's way said that when they reached the river of death, they would find a ferry that would take them to the fair city on the far side. Those travelling down the human highway started squabbling and arguing amongst themselves. Some thought that when you reached the river of death, that was the end of the journey, nothing more happened, snuffed out, all over. Others thought they would be magically whisked back to the beginning and do the journey all over again. While others thought there might be a ferry. But they weren't too sure where it might take them, but they rather hoped it would be the fair city on the far side. Pilgrim had to raise his voice to shout over the top of the argument that broke out because he had another question. Since both roads ended the river of death, was either one easier or harder than the other? 
On this there was complete agreement. Both roads were rocky, hard, difficult to travel. Well, asked Pilgrim, how do you cope with the difficulties of the journey? Those heading down God's way said they coped in a number of ways. For instance, they tried to help each other. On top of which, the king of the fair city on the far side sent them his help to help them help each other. The travellers on the human highway said the best coping mechanism was block it out. Block out the pain and difficulties. One man said, when you get home at the end of each day, have a double whisky. Better still, several double whiskies. I can promise you will feel no pain. The others said similar things. They said, indulge your senses, drown your sorrows, they said. They had various ways of doing it. Some said, read a video, phone out for a pizza. Others recommended sex, drugs and rock and roll. Others preferred fine wine, opera, gourmet cuisine. But it all amounted to the same thing. Enjoy it while you can. Block out the pain when it comes. So Pilgrim had to decide. Continue with his friends in the direction he was already heading in or turn instead towards God's way. He stood there for a long time trying to decide which way should he go. Well, that little story, that little fable, is a picture of what the word repent really means. It means change direction. It means to turn from my way to God's way. It means to say, I used to live like this, now I will live like that. It means to say, I used to run my life, now I will ask Jesus to take over running my life. You see... In this rebellious, corrupt, fallen world, suffering is inevitable. Jesus said that when we're confronted by the evil, the pain, the suffering in this world, the only intelligent thing to do, the only practical thing to do is to repent, to turn from our way to God's way, to put our lives into the powerful hands of the suffering God who loves us enough to die for us. In other words, the message is that our journey towards God will succeed will survive the pain and suffering only if we travel God's road under God's supervision, according to God's directions. Our own road, our own road is a painful journey leading to a dead end. This special series continues Monday night and for another two weeks. If travelling the journey of life, the journey towards God matters to you, if it matters to or interests people you know, friends, relatives, people you live near, work with, Encourage them to listen. Uh, If you've never read the Bible before or haven't read it for a long time, can I suggest to you that the Aussie Bible is a good place to start? And if you'd like to find out more about the Aussie Bible, even buy a copy online, there's a website you can go to, www.theaussiebible.com.au. The Aussie Bible has one word, .com.au. Okay. Now, uh, let's have a look at a thought for the night. And our thought for the night comes from Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. The Bible says, From that time Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Until Monday night at this time, thanks for your company. I'm Kel Richards. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed this FM 103.2 podcast. To listen to more great audio, visit fm1032.com.au.